Welcome to Get On Purpose, the podcast to get clear on what matters to you, get moving, and get results. Hello, and welcome to Get On Purpose, Episode 9, Season 1. This is your host, Karen James, or KJ. Hope you had a great week last week reviewing what we were referring to as our operations, the things we do day-to-day in our lives, day-to-day in our businesses that bring our purpose, vision, and values to life, that enable us to get our blueprint or our moral code operating in our lives and in our businesses. So this week, we're going to focus on technology. And we're focusing on technology because it's pervasive. It's everywhere. It pretty much powers everything on the planet now. If you just think about it, you know, without electricity, I think there'd be a lot of chaos within two or three days of most countries. So it's important to stare into technology and see how you're using it, how much time it's taking, and is it actually serving you and your higher purpose? So I'd like to break it down into two different types of technology. Talk about digital technology in terms of social media and how it's being used to power your purpose and also business technology, whether it's a small network at home, the tools you use to run a small business or big infrastructure that's delivering massive amounts of capability in the market. So I recently uh, had a great um, training course from a woman called Tamara Jones, and um, she shared with us some work she's been doing with Deakin University in Melbourne, Australia, and research that over a hundred specialists have been conducting around the impacts of the modern world and specifically digital technology on um, humanity and, and, and how it's affecting our well-being. And the conclusion is is very clear that our modern technology is like another disruptive event. So we've all heard, you know, the the sayings where, you know, if you have three big disruptive events, you know, a divorce, you lose your job, you move house, or, you know, you're at your countries at war, these big, big disruptive events in life, not comparing war, obviously, to the others, but you know what I'm talking about, that if you have too many of these, they can tip you into a state of unwellness. And um, I think we've all had that experience. Well, technology has now in the modern world has now become one of these disruptive events. And I think it's really valid. You only have to look at how social media has been affecting our youth to really connect with that. So I think making sure your digital technology, whether it's used personally or at work, and I'm talking about social media primarily, talking about Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, you know them all, that they're actually powering your purpose and not impeding your purpose. And at the Women in Focus conference, which I referred to last week, it's clearly had a very positive effect on me. We had a great panel and we heard from a number of women and one of them was Jules Sebastian. And Jules shared with us a great point about um, the importance of knowing yourself. And that's really the foundation of this podcast. You can't really get to purpose until you know who you are and what you stand for. And um, in the context of that conversation, she shared a great sentence that I think summarizes the impact of digital social media if, if you're not controlling it, if it's controlling you. And she said, comparison is a curse. And I think that's one of the biggest challenges at social media. 
really poses on us at a personal level and also at a business level because we just start comparing instead of being who we are. So it's really important that social media is not used to compare. It's meant to amplify the message that you want to um, give to the market, imperfections and all. I am um, think I spoke about this in a previous podcast about, you know, the pressure my daughters are under at the ages of 19 and 22 on social media. And and my daughter just turns off the phone. And I think it's a really positive thing to have digital downtime and, and to just take those breaks. So social media needs to power your purpose, needs to represent your blueprint. If you put something on there, whether you're a business or an individual, and you don't think it's matching the ethos and the ethics of your blueprint, then it probably doesn't belong there. So the second aspect of technology and living and running a business on purpose is about making sure that your technology, everything from your social media footprint to your backend systems are actually powering your purpose. And by that, I mean, they're actually representing your blueprint, delivering on your purpose, vision, and values to those you're serving, whether it's your customers, your shareholders, the community around you, whatever it is. And there's great examples of people using technology to not power their purpose. I mean, you only have to look to companies like Takata and Volkswagen, where they've used technology to actually mask issues particularly with Volkswagen, they actually developed software to spoof the emissions um, test results for their diesel engines. So this is definitely a great example of an off-purpose technology use. So it's very important that we're using technology in the right way. So three um, areas I'd like to talk to is, one, is technology telling your story? Uh, Two, is it actually being held back? by people in your organization, and three, the last 10%. So I'll talk about them in that order. So it's really important that your technology tells your story. And what that means is if your story is about, uh, let's just look to my beautiful friend, Ronnie Kahn, Nourishing the Nation. Well, if she doesn't have the right technology in place to distribute food effectively without it going off, it's obviously not going to deliver to that purpose. So all of your technology should be centered around meeting the commitments you set out in your purpose, vision, and values. And that's not always as easy as it sounds because things like compliance and AML get in the way and you, you miss them, you forget about them by accident, and then all of a sudden technology becomes your worst enemy. So it's really important it tells that story and it encapsulates the detail, the operating detail that you've got to have in place to actually run your company. I always look to notifications. I think the best way to tell your story is through your notifications. You know, the companies that are most transparent, that are reminding customers, that are sending proactive communications so that their customers succeed, I think are the ones that really nail it. I recently accidentally forgot to renew my car registration because it's all digital now. I did everything. I got my green slip, my pink slip for those that aren't Australian. These are all the things you need to do with cars. And because the New South Wales RTA has to have you subscribe to get SMSs, 
I just didn't remember. And so two days went by. Of course, I get pulled over. I get a $650 ticket and I write to the ombuds person. And they said, no, you have to sign up for that. Now, I can see why they're doing that. You know, it's a cost problem. But most companies don't ask you to sign up to reminders of services that they're mandating that you have for regulatory reasons. And I think that that an on-purpose organization should send you proactive communications rather than you needing to sign up to them when it's a service that you've either paid for or you want to be reminded of. Great examples. So technology telling your story. Does all of your digital footprint, do your images, does your social media, does your customer experience journey, does it actually tell the story that you want the world to hear? Something to look at. The second part of this is technology being held back. And this is typically because people want to hold on to old technology that they're in charge of, or they're afraid of new technology, or they can't see the forest through the trees. There's a whole lot of reasons why. And I always think it's really important to get under the humanity of it or under the underberg, as I like to call it. Because I think often when you look at technology, and I've got 30 years experience in tech, often, you know, we don't progress to new technology because someone's holding us back. Whether it's a team, whether it's a group, you only have to look at Sony who had the great opportunity to launch the MP3 and the CD division held them back. It's really important to be raw about who's holding you back and why they're holding you back in progressing because technology is moving way too fast to have anybody's personal agenda, any organization-specific silos, or really anyone's fear of technology hold you back. And the third area I'd like to speak to is the last 10%. And for me, in my experience, this is where most big or even small technology projects fail because everyone's tired and everybody's ready to wrap up the project. And there's that last 10%. And it's that last 10% that makes all the difference. And it's the little things that matter. I I just posted as trivial as it sounds, uh, a call out for my annual fundraiser on Facebook. And someone said to me, you know, there's a typo on it. And the first thing I thought about is I'm so glad that the door is open for people to tell me that. So the first thing is you got to make sure the door is open that when you're in the last 10% of technology, people have the courage to say, you know, we said we'd finish this and we haven't finished it. You've got to have that door open. And then you've got to have the ability to say, actually, I'm going to get online, fix my typos and repost. So that means you've got to be able to front up and say, we're out of budget, but this last 10% matters. Or we're out of time, but this last 10% matters. Or we're out of resources or whatever it is. It's that point of differentiation in technology, that, that the little nuances that always make the difference. So it's really important to finish the job you start and not cover up the gaps that so many people do and mostly not intentionally. They're just under pressure and they just let a few things go. And it's usually that that makes all the difference. So your technology needs to power your purpose. It needs not to consume you from a personal screen time. It needs to tell your story. 
It needs to make sure you push through the fears of the organization and you need to always finish that last 10%. So favorite part of every podcast is to get on purpose action. And it's probably probably guessing what that's going to be is pretty, pretty clear is two main actions. I want you to just have a look at how much screen time you have at a personal level. And is it powering your personal purpose or is it actually taking from that? And has comparison become a curse? And if it has, just interrupt it. Like last week's past uh, podcast, we talked about Heather Swan, apply her thinking, interrupt it, challenge it, change the thought. Second, GOPA, is your technology in your business powering your purpose? Have a good look at it and look at every touch point that people are using. Is it powering your purpose? So until next week, guys, remember what you do matters. Thanks for listening. And if you'd like to subscribe, we're on iTunes as Get On Purpose. And if you want to leave a comment or review on iTunes, we love it. Always keen to hear from you. If you want to get in touch, I'm on Twitter at Karen T. James, and I've got loads more info over on the website, KarenTJames.com. You can also, you know, find us on social, in Facebook and Instagram, On Purpose Hub. Mm-hmm.